Welcome to another episode of the Love Not Fear podcast. Today we're talking about honesty versus truth. Interesting, uh, interesting topic. A lot of uh, preparing for this. I um, it touches upon a lot of elements. The previous podcast as well, but also for me, what really resonates here is to how to adjust your honesty and truth to stay alignment, to stay aligned with your vision. Mm -hmm. Honesty is not something you measure on a scale. It's a feeling if something is off balance. Honesty is this little voice inside you that you cannot shut off if something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can push it away. You can overshout it a little time. That's what meditation is for, to settle down in, in your body and in your mind to yeah, really refocus. What is the difference between uh, honesty versus truth? The first thing that came to mind is like when my wife asked me if she gained weight, will I be honest or <laughs> <laughs> honesty versus truth? Will I tell the truth or will I yeah, kind of being honest to myself and true to myself? So this is the topic of feedback. If you literally say what you think, mm -hmm. then it might not get you where you want to be. So choosing your words wisely. My mother always said, be hard in the case, but soft with the person, especially when you work with your, I mean, with anybody, like in the business context, let's say we work together and you're always late. I would never yell at you. I'd never flip out. I'd never say like, Eduard, like, why the heck are you always late? Like, can't you get your shit together? Yeah. I'd never do that. You know, I'd kind of like, I'd be very hard in the case, but soft to the person. So I'd say like, hey man, you can't be late all the time. It's bad for yeah. the team. You know, you're in a leadership position, then everybody will do this. We're wasting people's time, blah, de, blah, de, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I want you to succeed. I think you're a rock star, but you you want to get this under control. Otherwise, we can't work together. So I'm very hard in the case. You know, like I'll stop the, the business relationship with you if you will not get this together. But I'm kind with you. I'm supportive, you know, and I think this goes really a long way uh, how, you know, kind of treating others the way, but also yourself. If you think about like what is this self-talk that you have in your head, you know, if you don't succeed at something, do you beat yourself up? Yeah. Or are you kind with yourself? Like, okay, this didn't work. What can we learn from it? Let's get back on the horse. Let's do it again. I think it's really, really important. I've implemented something that wasn't the, the a tool that was not there before. I, I use AI sometimes when I do a written uh, response or a uh, something in, in writing that I am not happy about it. I sometimes run it uh, through uh, uh, through ChatGTP4 and say, write this in a kinder way. I don't know. I, what, I use different types of prompts, but it, it'll give me some suggestion. And based on that, I see oh, the, the text is pretty okay. Of well, I might use some uh, some elements from that content. But it's actually before hitting send button, and, and it's out there, and you're still maybe feeling angry and you're feeling hurt. Maybe I've learned that it says more about me than about the other person. So be more um, relaxed. Abraham Lincoln, they found lots of letters from him, like very angry letters, but he never sent them. So he just yeah. kind of rolled them out just to get it out of his system. Yeah. But then he didn't send them. I think there's like no benefit from this. And so I think it's, yeah, you yeah. may feel better in the moment, like, oh, I really told him what I think. But like, what's, yeah. what's the benefit? You know, it's kind of like, can you not act out of love to the other person? Because you all want to see the other person succeed. Versus like you feeling better for an instant. Like I, I personally don't get any, uh, I guess like kind of long-term thinking versus short-term thinking, like makes me feel good in the moment, in, in the moment yeah. but long-term it's, it's, it's just destructive. And you always, you know, compound interest. I only want to do things that are 
compounding in a positive manner and yeah, yeah no short-term thinking um, i i know that this story about a professor that it was showing a book and the book had a red cover and the professor said this book is black and the whole mm -hmm. class said no it's red it's no it's red so it went on for a little while then the professor turned around the book and his side of the book was black, black. Mm. so this is a very simple example to be very careful if the problem is very obvious and and you're mad at the other person for not seeing it uh, zoom out and, and see if you uh, uh, if you see the whole picture and be a little bit to uh, try to place yourself in their shoes but that that that's it's a no-brainer. It also br brings me to the, the thought of EO Entrepreneurs Organization. When we have our meetings, we always want to stay in Gestalt, which means I only talk about things that I have experienced. I only share from my experiences. So you can take the things that work for you because I know your circumstance. Yeah. For example, my wife had a construction business here in Turkey, like building wood houses, and I was giving her advice on like how to, you know, how I'm running my businesses. And like you should do this and you should do that. But it doesn't work for Turkish construction workers. It's just like a different thing. You know, stuff that works for my nerdy environment of computer geeks, it just did not apply, you know? So I should have just been more in Gestalt saying, okay, we do this and this and this, and they could have taken whatever works for them. But um, yeah, so. Can you explore a little bit more about how you verify your honesty and taking a second look? Hmm... For me, I'll give you an example. For me, the, the factor time means that you abstract yourself a little bit from the emotion. I mean, a couple of minutes, you feel different. If you're angry, a couple of minutes, you feel different. And there, there's a number of questions that I run in my head. Is, is this, for whom is, is a problem? Is it only for me? Is it mm. universal truth? Should I be more careful about somebody's time? For instance, dealing with people with small children, I've had children myself. I know what it's like to have deadlines and have a one-year-old who is sick and a three-year-old who's pulling your leg all the time. So being a bit a bit more, yeah, um, understanding, yeah. love. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that I just talked to my, one of my business partners about this. He's very self-critical. He's like very perfectionistic. And if, if something doesn't work, he kind of beats himself up in his head. Mm -hmm. Like you want to be a good coach. Like imagine a coach, like what is a good coach? Like somebody who beats somebody else up, like, oh, you know, you fucked up. Like you never amount to anything like versus like, hey, you can do this and give perspective, like, um, you know, other ways of looking at this. So kind of what kind of coach do you want to be for or that would serve you? Um, you know, kind of think about this when you talk to others. Also, when you talk to yourself, that's, I think it's, it's very crucial. Yeah. Hmm. And um, again, honesty versus truth. If you take it back to coaching, truth is, is uh, subjective. Mm -hmm. And if you can change some, some, uh, something in a person that they take their belief and add something to it, and they own the direction or the own the prob problem that they're working on, I think that those are the signs of a good coach. It's not mm -hmm. just showing, hey, you need, you're, you're here, you're, you need to be there. Well, like, and another thing is like if, if you um, just share how this makes you feel, not saying like, oh, you're a bad person, but it's like, hey, your action just made me feel like this and this and this. Oh, yeah. And I think there's also like kind of how you can really transport 
be yeah. honest and also tell the truth with, without being judging or too critical. Yeah. So you give the other person the opportunity to, to reflect on yeah. and have like this normal conversation versus a shouting match. It, it is it, that is very very powerful, but it also brings back to a childhood memory when when my parents would say uh, wouldn't say I'm I'm mad at you, but I'm really disappointed. And that hurt mm. way more than <laughs> I would say, I'm really mad at you. So <laughs> the power of words again. So what is it? Uh, what is the, the, the thought, you know, the idea of the day? I think the idea of the day is how do you talk to yourself and how do you talk to others? And would you like to have this voice as a coach that helps you to grow? Yeah. You know, like that's kind of talking out of love versus talking out of fear. Like how can you self-assess? Actually, I watched a Andrew Huberman podcast snippet yesterday, and there was some guy who had like really big issues with like being perfectionistic and then very aggressive if something doesn't go the way he wanted. And then you know, kind of also like aggressive toward, towards others and like getting into fights and stuff like this because he had this like extremely negative self-talk. And how his therapist helped him to get over this is like he asked him to if something goes wrong, the self-talk that he had in his head, how say it as his best friend would have done that. And then he was way kinder. And then record a voice message of this and yeah. then send it to his therapist. Yeah. And it took him like a few months and then like it was completely gone. So I guess kind of back to the call to action. Yeah. Think about the voice that you have in your head and the voice that you use towards others when something doesn't go right. And can you switch to be more love-focused versus fear-focused? Let's um, let's wrap up with this beautiful message and um, hope to see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.